0: Welcome to fun conversations with hot Cedars podcast. If you like listening to Abraham Hicks videos on YouTube, you'll enjoy knowing what happened with the hot Cedars and discover what is their perspective now. Be part of these high frequency conversations that will help you master the art of allowing and create the life of your dreams. And now here's your host Genevieve
1: Young. hello hello everyone and welcome to this fun conversation with hot seaters i'm so excited once again my name is genevieve young and uh, i decided to create those uh, interviews or conversations with hot seaters because i've been in the hot seat many times and people would ask me, like, what happened after this event? And what did you do? Did you apply what Abraham told you to do? And I thought that it would be a good idea to have those conversations to see beyond, you know, the hot seat. What happened after? What about the hot seaters experience or perspective now? Can they share something that could help us to uh, understand more clearly the teachings of Abraham? So today I'm very excited to have Kosta Trifunovic with me. He's been in the hot seat seven times. How exciting is this? So please meet Casta. Hello, Costa. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. Hi,
2: Genevieve. <laughs> hello.
1: Thank you for being there. Thank you for accepting this invitation of talking about your experience in the hot seat. So, first of all, you've been in the hot seat seven times. I really enjoyed because you documented every hot seat in a blog. And I so much enjoyed reading that blog. I'll put it right there on the screen so people can take a look at it. Because I feel that from your hot seat number one until like the hot seat number seven, we can really... Feel the momentum and like experience with you the next steps of what is coming for you. And that was so exciting for me to read and also listen to the hot seat. So tell me more about your first um, meeting with Abraham. Like how did this happen? How did you discover Abraham Hicks?
2: Okay, so my husband Armand, uh, when we met, he's been very much into um, reading about new age and self help, self discovery, spirituality. And I remember seeing him every week with a new book. Uh, He got to, um, I think he was watching Super Soul Sunday with Oprah. Yeah, my
1: favorite show when I went to Oprah Studios. Yeah, I was invited in the studios and I got to. See the the stage of uh, Super Soul Sunday. I was oh so excited gosh. about that. Really?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, this was the thing. I I mean, I was very uh, focused at the time on my professional ballroom dance career. And uh, you know, growing up, I was you know always uh, you know trying to uplift people and positive person just in in you know naturally. But then when when I would see him, that he would look for all of these things, and, and every week he would bring a new book. She would recommend the book, he would buy it, then we would read it. Next week she recommends a book, he buys it, reads it. And this was like like dozens of books every single week. At one point I, I said, you know what, it might be, you know, you might want to just take a little break, because it seemed there was like so much information coming yeah. through, and uh, it's not that he did not enjoy it, but it seems that he was on this quest really mm-hmm. to find something that will stick. So I said, you know, you might just want to take a little break and, you know, something something will come up. And so it was. He came one day with this huge book of 700 pages. And he, <laughs> sa- and, and he said, oh, my gosh, I started reading this. This is so amazing. You know, you should start reading it. And I said, well, you know, that I don't really read. So... <laughs> definitely not tackling 700 page book. Like there's no way I'm going for it. So, um, so I got to uh, see him now. All of a sudden he stopped buying books. So I was like, okay, you know, this one is like sticking around the first month and the second month. And he was very gentle about it. He was very soft and he was like, um, you know, my gosh, this is so good. I'm reading it now for the second time. I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not interested. Because out of all of these books before, there was only one that I read before that. And um, and I was really excited that I wanted to share it with about 20, 30 people. So he was just patiently waiting for me to be ready. Yeah. And at some point I was, um, I was overwhelmed. There was like so many things coming, um, you know, in my dancing career. And um, I was upset why my green card is not coming just yet because there was a big desire that I had. And he said, you know, we were at dinner one night and he just, you know, slid the book in front of me, and I started, you know, passing the pages, and then I was like, "Okay, what is this whole mumbo jumbo woo about now <laughs> channeling and the spirits?" And but, but but I said to myself, "You know, he would not be reading this for six months, mm. you know, for the second time already, if if this was not something that's valuable." So I just totally skipped the the, the introduction part because. And I went directly into chapter number one, and when I started reading number, chapter number one, I started having all of these instant downloads mm. of um, you know, everything, every chapter would talk about something. I would have like almost like a list of all of the examples from my old, own life show up exactly mm. on that topic, mm. chapter, after chapter that was like, "Oh, this is why this happened. This is why this happened. This is why that happened. This is why positive or negative, it does not, did not matter. And um, I said, um, you know, uh, it was a nice way that he tricked me also because he found that this 700-page book was turned into three books. Actually, it was three books, Essential Law of Attraction, Vortex, and Money and Law of Attraction. So he found this 200-page book to kind of bribe me so I could actually finally, you know, yeah. or to make it more accessible to me, right? So so I was reading it, and um, I said, Halfway through the book, I didn't even finish it. I had this uh, awareness. I said, Well, so if this is how it all works, all it is is now to be deliberate. So yeah. uh, let me practice a little bit my deliberateness. Yeah. So um, I started practicing it and I won my first dance competition and my green card arrived within three weeks. And then I started tackling some of the bigger topics, more important topics in my life. And um, and that was year 2015. So for those first couple of years, we did not know anyone from the Abraham community. We did not go to any of the workshops. We did not even know much. We didn't even pay attention to YouTube. We just thought this is a book, right? Because this is this awesome author with a book. And then we discovered that there is the workshop and we visited one together. Our man went to Fio on on his own as well and um i remember you know being so new to everything we came to the workshop and we there five minutes before and we were in the last row of the workshop
1: (laughs) (laughs) making making sure you were not going to
2: be picked (laughs) no we did not know how it works we had no clue so we we just walked back and and then i was raising my hand and three or four times i you know they would say um you know come here, like stand up if you think if you think it's you. And I would stand up every single time, but I would not go. And so anyway, that was a, a lovely workshop. It was like actually for my birthday in 20, 2017, it was. And then later that year, um armand has been talking throughout the whole year. I want to go to the cruise. They have the cruise. They have the cruise. They have the cruise. And I said, I don't know. I don't really think I want to go to Caribbean. I've been there. Alaska, wow, that's just like, Who wants to go to Alaska? (laughs) But then there was this awesome situation where, um, you know, I got this. I was in Las Vegas and I got an impulse to go and look into to see when when is the next workshop, because Mm. I felt I wanted to go to another workshop. But then I saw this cruise popped up and it was um, a Mediterranean cruise with all Greek islands. And I always wanted to go to Greek islands. And I was like, oh, my gosh. We've just like bought an apartment and furnished it. And we are like, you know, we're really like filled out our credit cards and everything. But I said, <laughs> I have to figure out how to do this. And um, so I, I, you know, just went on and swiped the rest of the credit that I had for to put the down payment, not knowing how we're going to pay for it, because I just, you know, had no clue. And then the day after he called me and he said, you know, our property in Miami that we had that we're renting, you know. A client sent $700 that they owed. And then I went on morning on coming back. I went on and I played the um, slot machine for the first time that year. <laughs> even though I visited Vegas 20 times and I won exactly thousand more dollars. Wow. For the down payment. <laughs> and then when I went home and I told him all of this, he's like, well, let's go into our finance that you were, you know, that you were planning for next year. And the remaining of the balance was exact amount. We had planned to be remainder for our trips that year so it was just this like amazing brilliant experience so yeah. anyway i mean i can blab about all of these things so much <laughs> but it's
1: interesting but- i like yeah. i like knowing about those stories yeah yeah it's always so, yeah
2: so that that's how we how we got to experience cruise and from that it's been all cruises for us since then we missed only one cruise until 2020 and it was because we were getting married so it was a good reason to skip the yeah, cruise for sure. but we've done four cruises uh four cruises within a year and a half so um wow. and and that's how um and that that first hot seat that i that i had on the first cruise was also i then understood how is it going that you you know uh there's you know certain area for where most people come from so I was like all the way back. And again, I had this whole thing where I would stand up and I thought it was me. It's almost like, okay, come a little closer, come a little closer. And then I remember this clarity that I received from a hot seater before one of the breaks. And, um, it was a big change for me, not only for my hot seat experiences, but in understanding between the step one and three, um, you know, when we're raising hands to go in a hot seat, right? Yeah. Uh, Abraham always says it's, uh, you know, well, when you're asking, you're creating, but you're not receiving at the same time. So you need to mm-hmm. put yourself in allowing place. Mm-hmm. And I re- realized every time I would raise the hand, I would ask to be in a hot seat because we're trained. When you, when you raise the hand, you're asking for something. So your yeah. vibration, your vibe of asking when you're raising the hand is kind of almost given. So I said, oh, no, I just have to raise the hand as a, you know, as a s- separate movement, but I want to be in a state of allowing. And so I went mm-hmm. on a break and I, you know, quieted my mind for a moment mm-hmm. and I raised the hand and I was the first one in a hot seat after that break, which was like, oh, my gosh, this is how it works. You yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. And That's then- the allowing state. Good. That's so it. what I would like to do, Kasta, is I picked a... Four minute segment of mm-hmm. your sixth hot seat. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to talk with you about worthiness because this week that's the team that I mm-hmm. choose. And I just love the segment that you're talking about worthiness with Abraham. I think there's something very interesting that I want to touch on with you right after we uh, listen to the segment. And uh, of course, I want to mention that the copyrights belong to Abraham Hicks, Esther, and Jerry. Uh, But we will be listening to this um, amazing hot seat that I just love. And I want to mention that right before that segment, you are explaining to Abraham how good you are as a dance teacher, that you're mastering your art. You know that when you'll be teaching someone out to dance, they will know better, even maybe even better than you know, and they will be dancing like the best dance ever. So this is what you're talking about. And then Abraham talks about worthiness. So I just wanted to bring people, you know, make sure people understand what's happening in the hot seat. So let's take a look at it and then we'll talk about it. All right. Thank okay. Okay.
2: And so naturally with this uh, amazing manifestation after manifestation and this uh, this just
0: feels like power but let's call it pleasure.
2: Yes. It feels it I just circle it always back to this knowing to this confidence to this worthiness. Consistent innate worthiness and I see it in everyone.
0: Let's define worthiness because worthiness is one of those trick words that is sometimes not understood and not received by everyone. So let's define worthiness. Worthiness is you seeing yourself through the eyes of source. Worthiness is you knowing yourself as source knows you. Worthiness is no resistance on your part. When you feel worthy, it's you offering no resistance to the knowing, that Source has about your value and your benefit to the world and your readiness for happily ever
2: after. Yeah. So
0: start again. Say that again. What were you saying about your worthiness? We sort of cut you off. We want to hear that fully.
2: So what I'm saying is this feeling of confidence and satisfaction and...
0: uh... In knowing what you've got going on, but also, and maybe this is the next sentence that you're about to utter if we would let you say something.
1: Uh, go ahead.
0: Uh, all of that is in place with you, mostly. Mostly. But there's another factor that really is at the heart of what we're talking about here, and that's your expectation of them. Because when you are completely who you are, you have no resistance in your vibration because you are the extension of non-resistant source energy who knows their worthiness. It's not just you knowing yours, it's you expecting them to know theirs. That's so big. Because remember, it's attraction, attraction, attraction. You can't assert your knowledge of their value or of their knowing. You can only... Know it, you can only know their value and know it so much that even if they don't know it, it doesn't matter because you know it so much. It's the same story as when you stood before Jesus dripping your illness and he saw not your illness, he only knew your wellness. It's the same story, and because he knew it so completely. There was no place for your illness in that moment in time. There was no room in the vibration for it because there was dominance of the energy of wellness that was surrounding the whole experience. And he said, go forth and tell no one. Don't tell anyone how well you danced today. They won't believe it. Oh, no, you don't have to say that. <laughs> we want to take this experience of the manifestation of this beautiful, effective, good feeling dance that you are talking about here. And we want to describe it as the evidence of all of this alignment that we are talking about all day every day. Alignment feels so good just to feel it. Energy alignment or absence of resistance is a delicious state of being. But when you're riding the wave of that and then you have that compounding evidential experience that is proof of your alignment, that's what living in the physical where you can see it and hear it and smell it and taste it and touch it is all about. And so we like the way you have unfolded this scenario to us because you have helped us Confirm with you that it is first an energetic connection that you accomplish And then the manifestation just keeps showing up as evidence of it But so many people want the evidence in order to support the worthiness they don't find the worthiness first. They don't meditate into alignment first. They demand or struggle or really, really want or try to conjure through practice and hard work the evidence of it. And then they will use the evidence of it to prove the worthiness. Ah, oh, it doesn't work that way at all. Knowing first, evidence next, thought first, manifestation next, so there's pre-manifestational awareness that's that delicious emotion and then there's post-manifestational awareness that's the beautiful dance
1: the beautiful dance i love that (laughs) okay so there's something that i really want to start with and you talked about it just before we were looking at that segment which is you know I understood that I had to be in the allowing state or place, you know, before being picked up. So I was raising my hand, I was asking a question, I was not allowing it, you know, so allowing myself, you know, to receive and go there. So, and I find this is exactly what Abraham is telling you in that segment, also. Abraham is saying, like, it's knowing first. And then you know, so you need to know first, you need to feel first the worthiness, and then it comes and I'd like to I'd like to have your understanding of that, and how did you integrate all this knowledge in your life
2: mm-hmm. well, um as we talked about this first hot seat of uh, first goal for me was I want to figure out how to get there. you know it's also one of those things that seem rare, thirteen hundred people in a in a theater, only few every day come out there. So it kind of feels like you really you really gotta figure out this this allowing question-answer kind of game. Exactly. And, uh, and then once I got it the first time, I was like, Oh, okay, well, that was interesting. So the next time, the next day, I raised my hand and I saw some people were kind of like, Why would he want to do it? This is already so rare. But I had so many questions coming up. So second hot seat for me was that whole. I just wanted to, because first time it was, oh, just getting a hot seat. Second time, I just wanted to be there and be showered by that energy. Mm. So I actually compl- I asked them for a rampage. And, um, you know, there was a rampage about, um, about uh, you know, I mean, all of that is about worthiness anyway. But it was yeah. really about how you, you know, you just get in a state of appreciation or state of meditation. and You just allow it all to to come there is like nothing that you really need to be forcing or to exaggerate too much of that question and then i remember next time i said okay well if i could have done it a few times in a seminar you know as i as i told you before we started alaskan cruise was i want to be in on every conversation so i would raise my hand even right after i was in a hot seat i would continue raising my hand because (laughs) i had so many questions coming through and even armand was like oh my gosh really like let other people go there too. You know? Let others go. Yeah. And then I remember it was always like, oh, well, if the conversation is beneficial for everyone, it will happen, you know? Yeah. It, it's it's like everyone wants to be in on all the conversations that are happening. We're all co-creating it together, right? Exactly. So coming into this, this number number six that you said, by this time my hot seat conversations became longer and uh, became um, more deep I would say and profound Mm -hmm. because my questions were like that the time in between um, I would take and absorb everything I would listen back to the recording I would see how it resonates because you know recording that you hear of other people or of yourself is always new to you in a different time that you hear it because Mm -hmm. it does not bring you to the same thing over I mean you can get the essence like I was listening to the clip and I'm like oh I just remember Caribbean cruise. I remember beautiful circle rainbow we had out there. Like I remember these details, but I'm, I've heard like 10 new things just now mm-hmm. as we were hearing it because, you know, I haven't heard it in some time. So I think there is a lot of value in that aspect mm-hmm. as well. And that's what I've been doing between the hot seats or between the cruises. Armand and I would try to integrate all of this, By this time we had so many more friends we could interact with and share this with and, Um, I I was also then curious to you know how do I apply this in conversation with people who do not know about Abraham who do not have this verbiage because I've been a teacher in dance for so many so I'm used to looking for always new ways to explain the movement so Mm -hmm. it was the same thing in trying to explain how I feel and how we how we apply this oh my gosh guys you're always so positive. You're always feeling so good. Well, we're like, well, okay, not really all the time, but predominantly we are. And now how do you explain that without overwhelming them with terminology that they, they, they don't necessarily understand at the moment? So yeah. that was the game between the cruises and be, with the, between the hot seats. But this worthiness that I've been talking, that I've been receiving and talking about to Abraham in this particular hot seat, um, I said in that segment prior that I found in a world of dance I found this confidence and worthiness that no matter who walks through the door, whether it's a beginner dancer or a world champion, whether it's a dancer who does not know how to dance on 10 times better than me, I have a value to provide to them. I can give them some kind of feedback that is going to be of value to them. And then I said, I want now to bring this and include this not only in the world of dance, but I want to include it in communication with everything and with everyone. About yeah. anything, I want to be able to be this steady place for someone, uh, regardless of what the topic is. Mm-hmm. And that's when they started talking about, you know, reinforcing about, you know, that's why they talk not only about, you know, they mentioned as you heard, not only wordiness for, not only wordiness for you to apply it to you, but for you to see the wordiness of others. If you yeah. want to lift others, you have to see them in that light. You cannot. Yeah them in the lack and then uplift them it doesn't work like that so so that was the biggest thing that I've gotten from this because my intention by this time was to you know be able to um you know to have more people in, interact with me I, and I had no clue what is it going to be I had no clue what the form is it going to be but that desire of hey I understand how this works and I have a proof of concept in my dancing and I want to expand it in everything Anywhere Mm -hmm. I go, anything I do, I want to be, you know, I want to be steady and offer people as much upliftment and kind of shine back to them. That is their own worthiness.
1: So what I understand from that is if in your own vibration, you know, you have the knowing and the confidence that you will bring value, you automatically activate from them also within them, the knowing that they will be receiving value. Is that what I understand?
2: Well, yes. Well, this particular conversation was the way I understood it and received it is you get to the place of steady, you sense your worthiness, you open up yourself and include others, even if they don't see themselves as worthy and they will have no choice but to see themselves as worthy. In other words, Mm -hmm. like you feel so good, somebody's not in a good mood, but you're predominantly there. Eventually they give up and they they join you to the party, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's owning the room.
2: Exactly. That's what they call owning the room. Yes. Well, I found also that there is so much value um, as well sometimes for someone, you know, to be not only uh, that we can be of value to each other, not only when I'm holding steady because you're not steady and worthy at the moment and you see it, but I can also provide you, maybe not with that sense of steadiness, but the way we interact may cause you to ask questions, may cause you to open up a new discovery because you always sense worthiness within you and I sense my worthiness within me. So Mm -hmm. it does not matter. I think all of it is valuable. I think it's valuable when you hold steady, but sometimes we try to, hold on to that, well, I'm feeling the worthiness and I want to uplift people and now I have to feel worthy 24-7. Well, it doesn't really happen like that all the time. (laughs) Well, we can cut ourselves some slack too because predominantly that's what we know. But if in a conversation we have something and you're like, well, I don't know, this cost is now bringing some things, it's not making me feel fully uncomfortable, but it's making me question and wonder, well, that's also part of your creation too. So I can, I can be, or you can be to me, or I can be to you also someone that reflects back worthiness, but I can also cause you to shift from, uh, not feeling worthy to be in the process of discovering you're worthy, even though it does not show in front of my very eyes at that moment. So I, Mm -hmm. so so that's been like uh, a new thing that, that I've been, and we've been receiving in our own work, uh, I would say over the last six months to a year that it's all valuable yeah. and that uh, we won't be an answer for people at all times. Sometimes we're a question for them, but it's yeah. equally valuable because it creates movement. And, uh, you know, eventually, eventually we all we all have that potential to to feel that worthiness yeah. predominantly.
1: So once again, we're moving from step one to step three, you know, all the time. So sometimes it's the question, sometimes it's the answer. Yes. So I would like also to talk about the feeling of worthiness, because this is what Abraham says, you know, Uh, they say like usually people will be experimenting something and then feel worthy if the experience is a good experience, you know, and then you'll feel worthy after the experience but they're saying you should feel the worthiness before and then have all the experiences
2: well i think it goes both ways i think that um that the evidence of worthiness is i mean you we cannot feel the worthiness after the event quote unquote if we did not feel it before it would not happen it is just sometimes we don't sense it ahead of time and i feel that abraham talks about that They say, oh, well, don't worry. If you don't catch it within your emotion, which is indication of how close you are to it, it will happen to you, and then you will have a clarity after. And I think that happens not only with negative emotion. I think that happens with positive emotion, too. And that's why we sometimes connect it to, oh, I was struggling, 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 and because I struggled, I earned and deserved to have this. And Mm. it's not because of that it's because eventually we give up on struggle that then we receive what we desire to begin with. Mm.
0: So, um,
2: And to put this in a perspective, because I knew we would talk about worthiness right as I was walking to prepare. um, I just had this few days ago, I heard, um, I saw something, how many ancestors it took, their synchronicities to match so our parents grandparents -grandparents, Mm great-grandparents so they went let's say like I don't know I don't know the numbers exactly but 10 generations before and it's over 4,000 manifested lives that found synchronicities and created this person for us to be Mm now they what we are meaning so many of those miracles have happened for us is a miracle to happen right now. Mm -hmm. What is there not to be worthy about? What is there not to be worthy about? I mean, even with our parents, like if we think biologically, we're that one out of billions intentions that found its way into physicality in this particular moment, Mm -hmm. you know, at the time of our birth. So I think that's sometimes the perspective also to, um, to look at it because, you know, we get ca- caught up in our focus, which is all wonderful and lovely and action world. And, you know, that's what we want to do. But sometimes to pull back, you know, to mm. zoom out a little bit, to unfocus from the, you know, action so much, even if it's a few times a day, you know, yeah. to the place where, where we can be like, oh, okay, I'm here, I'm alive, mm. I'm safe, I have what to eat, I have where to sleep, you know, for most people in the world, that's true. Uh, nowadays it's like look how far the humanity has come of course there's always going to be things to to have you know more but what is there not to be worthy about like i'm worthy of this air i'm worthy of this wonderful uh, experience of of my mental capacity that can process wonderful things so um it is the matter you know when they say it's a matter of perspective it is i just feel consistency into getting into that perspective is um, is what gets us to then not even think about wordiness, quite honestly, because we know that it's all there for us to experience if we choose to.
1: I love that. Yeah. So I, I just love the way you brought that perspective with all the ancestors, because we, we tend to forget. Um, uh, well, we know.
2: tend to forget we've done the most difficult part. Like, we, yeah. you know, like we're, I mean, when you really look at it, I just sometimes I'm like in awe of just that awareness yeah how yes, every life is a miracle yeah
1: uh, indeed so we have a comment here from karen that says it's not just knowing your worthiness it's expecting them to know theirs yeah so awesome. it's a quote yeah i love it and that's exactly what we were saying so Kasta our, our,
2: yes I like to think of it as um, I, you know, I know my worthiness and then I include others in that and therefore, you know, they, um, then that expectation is easy to be there because I, I, you know, you just ask them to join.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's a nice way to end our fun fun conversations. Thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed having that conversation with you. So if ever... Uh, the audience would like to read about your story. That is very interesting. I invite them to go on your blog and have a look at all your seven hot seeds and uh, the story behind. It's so interesting. And I know that you're now channeling also, so they'll yes. they'll be able to have information on. Yes, all on of it is one. on
2: the on this on the same website. Thank you so much for inviting Thank me you. and for. For, uh, for having this fun time together to, to bring me back to so many wonderful memories. Thank you.
1: Yeah, It's my pleasure.
0: We hope you enjoyed this fun conversation with this magnificent hot seater. If so, feel free to join us on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. Until next time, have fun.